0: Welcome to Love, Attraction, and Action. Thank you so much for listening in on my amazing podcast where I get to interview amazing people who are doing such great things in the world and I love that they share their vulnerability and who they are in hopes of inspiring you and I know for one, they inspire me so much that I am so excited for you all to hear what I learn as well on these interviews so Today's guest, her name is Dill Ward, and she is the CEO and Chief Heart Connector of Women with Moxie, which is a network for women in business to help women connect and grow. She is a motivational speaker, best-selling author, networking maven, and sought-after consultant. Dill has activated and inspired thousands of women by providing them access to a global network of support and resources to up to up-level their professional and personal success. She's also a realtor in Portland, Oregon with Urban Nest Realty and has sold over $60 million of real estate. Dill, you sound amazing. Thank you so much for being on my show.
1: Thank you for being here. It's an honor.
0: Awesome. And you know, I've been following Dill for a while on Facebook and, and we kind of probably run in similar circles, but have not met in person. So I'm really excited to do this interview and learn about you and um, just share some of your amazing experiences around law of attraction. So this is really great. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you so much. I um, appreciate any opportunity to raise the vibration and let other people know what's possible in the world just by hearing uh, how other people have approached uh, their ideas to success.
0: Yeah, awesome. So let's go ahead and start then as far as how did you come into this world of law of attraction and how has it changed your life?
1: You know, I love um, when I finally had a word to put on what I think I'd always been doing anyway. Um you know, I, I like many people watched The Secret when it came out. And I remember thinking, so that's what's going on. You know, it was kinda like it's kind of like I already had um been creating in this way, but having uh language and shared vocabulary to kind of describe how um I had been using my mind to sort of project myself forward into anything I wanted. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So, was there? Um, did you watch the movie The Secret?
1: I watched the movie The Secret like nine times. Um, I I bootlegged a copy. I'm sorry, but I ran around town trying to get everyone I know to watch it. <laughs> and I was uh-huh. like, I was like taking into people's houses late night, going, "You got to watch this." <laughs> it's like all the secrets are right here in the secret.
0: Yeah, and so it is funny. I think when people come across that that information, and when I tell people about law of attraction, they're like. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I get it. So people already know in some senses this is true, but it's just putting a word to it. But what I love is when you know about law of attraction, you realize how much control you have over your life. Have you noticed that in your life? Well, the more that you – there's one thing about like knowing something and there's another that's like
1: applying it, right? And so being aware that it's conceptual is like one level of understanding And then taking kind of your own um, spin on the intention and responsibility that you have. I think that's like the whole next level. Uh, Personal responsibility really plays into the fact that you're in control of your thoughts. And if you choose to kind of sit back and be passive, then, you know, that's (laughs) – you can't really blame anyone if you're not getting the kind of results you want in your life.
0: Right. Right. But I also think when you realize you're in control of your life, that even the down days can be like, oh, okay, what can I learn from this versus like catastrophe and like life is horrible. But instead you go, oh. You definitely
1: get to have a mini pity party. I tell everyone, hey, no matter how sophisticated you are spiritually or mentally or capacity, you still can have a little pity party, but you got to get yourself right out of that as quickly as possible. And, um, you know, really focus on what is the lesson in this challenge? And, um, you know, where do I go from here? I often just calm myself down or get through a situation by just kind of reminding myself everything is temporary.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And I always say, this too shall pass. <laughs>
1: that's my that's it. I mean, that's the same principle. It's just this place. temporary. And right. you got to just, um, you know, Netflix and chill until you get out of it and just, you know, Bring yourself back around to creation again, and getting back into the state of what do you want?
0: Right, right. So, what, what? Now, you're you obviously been in business a long time. How has this helped your business? Knowing law of attraction, have you utilized it?
1: I think that once you um, sort of adopt these principles as part of your mindset and way of thinking in everyday life, um, you start to kind of have a lot more compassion and connection, and um, uh, just desire to be in service and help other people in the world. And as a business owner, in the beginning, when you start out, you're a little scrappy. You know, you don't have a lot of funds. You don't have a lot of resources. Maybe you don't have a lot of mentors. And so it's so important to continue to like get yourself into a higher vibration and try to get yourself around other people who are, are, are applying these principles, who are thinking about Um, their business from a place of what do I want to create in the world and how do I want to help people? And I think that all comes from being really at peace with yourself and really having a lot of love and joy that you've cultivated in your heart because you feel in control.
0: Right, right. And it takes away the competitiveness. I think in business, there's, or anybody in life, people, we always feel competitive. Like everybody's, you know, People have their lives more figured out than I do. Like we have that mentality sometimes. But when you realize that it's all more about how do you feel good and in you and be um, your best self and be how can you be better the next day for yourself, that's when life doesn't get competitive anymore. And then it does become how could I be of service to others as well?
1: I like to stay in a real competitive state with myself. You know, How do I be the better version today than it was yesterday, than it was last year? Um, How do I expand my capacity to think about what's possible?
0: Right, right. Um, And do you have any examples of any miraculous things that have happened in your life? Because I love sharing those stories.
1: Yeah, for sure. I know you reached out to me originally because I had shared a story about how um, I just moved out of my dream house and into my next dream house. And, um, you know, someone who works in real estate, I look at a lot of houses. So I know a lot about uh, what kind of makes a house good. And what I've come to find is that the space that we live in is like the fundamental thing that creates our ability to feel at peace in the world, to feel taken care of, to feel safe, to feel inspired. Um, the most basic things in the home, the quality of air, the, the type of lighting that the rooms have where you're going to spend a lot of time. I mean, these are so basic, but yet can completely shift our energy and our, um, you know, willingness to kind of jump out of bed and do our thing. Mm -hmm. And um, it's taken me um, a lot of strategic moves, but I'll tell you what, I always have a vision board going on that that involves housing. Mm -hmm. And um, it just requires you to kind of pick into your pain points. Like if you're so sick of trying to find something in your tiny little closet that's a pantry, um, you might start daydreaming about what a big pantry would look like. If you get sick of like your shower because it's all grungy and you like wish it was, you know, more better lit or more space, like just the elements in the home and like really daydreaming and visioning and having no limits on what is possible and where it would be possible for you to live. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know, I trained with um, Denise Lin as my soul coach, coaching, certified soul coach. And Denise Lin does a lot with space clearing and feng shui And um, so a big part of soul coaching is to declutter your life and to but also to recognize that your home environment affects your energy and people don't realize how much where we live affects us. So I love that you brought that up because it it does tie into our vibrational um, where we are on where we live.
1: Well, and plus a lot of times, especially, especially people in business, they're trying to set goals that are money driven and they're like, oh, I got to make this much money, but there's no energy in like a pile of money, you know, but if you, if you daydream about what you might do with the money, if you had it and how it would support you and how you would support the world better, it's just a beautiful cycle of, um, of kind of propelling yourself forward because now there's a vision that you're moving into and I think that that's something people miss the boat on. They go, "Oh, I could never afford that." And that right. that's so. That's just breaking the cycle. You know, it's just like dream as big as you want, and put it out there, and propel yourself toward it. And you know, maybe you won't get everything right out the bat, but you'll start to chip away at being willing to get uncomfortable in order to go toward that goal of something that you know would, you know would really make your life different.
0: Right, and what have your vision boards done for you? What have you manifested with those?
1: Oh my gosh, just everything from from relationship to travel to, um, you know, material things to just beautiful spaces. Like, I, um, uh, I, I'm you know having worked in real estate so long, I am completely captivated by magical spaces when there's beautiful lighting and uh, scenery, and it's just I have spent some incredible time living in beautiful homes and even traveling and visiting beautiful homes. And I think that that is um, is such a visual component of, you know, daydreaming what lounge spaces look like and what kitchens look like. And, and from those places is where we can dream up all the other big things we can do in the world.
0: Right. Right. Cause you know, once you realize you can get one thing, then you're like, anything is possible. And that's what I would say, what else is possible, right? It's so nice it's the same to see, formula you just right. rinse,
1: repeat, you know first
0: you wanted <laughs> know, to right? You know? <laughs> like, right, right, and so you have a networking group that's um very successful, and how has that helped you in your in your life and your um energy?
1: Oh my gosh, if you don't have a community around you that you just absolutely love and kind of, you know, gets you butterflies in your stomach when you think about even getting to hang out or talk with them, uh, please do yourself the service of going out there and trying to find one. Like you need a tribe, you need a community uh, because we're constantly learning and growing. And you know, um, you know, you love your best friend from fifth grade, but if you're not on the same path, you kind of got to like open up that space a little bit and bring someone else in who can really challenge you uh, to reflect back to you some of your greatness and some of the capabilities that they see in you and where you could take yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we also, when we raise the vibrational skills, Abraham Hicks says, you know, when you start to grow, you, the people who aren't growing with you are going to fall off. And so then like they say, the air's thinner, the higher you get up, right? I've heard that before. And, but yet now that, um, I get out to these amazing networking groups and I'm attracting just amazing people based on my vibration where I'm at and so it's it, to me it's fascinating how people come into my life do you see that with your groups like it's just you're like oh my gosh we were all meant to be here well the
1: more you work on yourself the more everything else around you shifts your business your career opportunities your friendships um, the the things you get invited to do the more you work on yourself to mm-hmm. um, to constantly be consistently showing up and having a high vibration and having confidence. You don't have to have it all together. You could be a hot mess, but if you have confidence that you're someone worth knowing, uh, people are going to take interest and they're going to be curious and that's going to lead you somewhere that you couldn't even have dreamt up for yourself.
0: Yeah. What is your processes? What have you done to, or what, what, what's your path of what, how you work on yourself? What do you do?
1: Well, I definitely, um, you know, the first thing I do is I keep a smile file, okay? So if if you get compliments from someone, you get a testimonial from a customer, uh, your friend gives you a birthday card that just has a couple words in it that, you know, really make you feel good. You just put that in your smile file because inevitably something's going to go wrong. Something's going to be frustrating. Uh, you know, things are going to fall apart. And you can open your smile file and remind yourself, remind yourself that you're not alone and that you're connected, And that you can ask for help and you can call a friend for a pep talk if you need one. And, you know, just being really willing to um, direct yourself to continue growing in the areas that, um, you know, when something falls apart, you got to ask yourself, what did I do to make this fall apart? But first you have to get yourself out of the funk so you can ask that question.
0: Right, right. Um, and is that like a, how do you put it like in a jar or something or like in a box or what do you do? Oh, just, you know, whatever, you
1: could take a picture on your phone. You could save it on a folder in your computer. I kind of have them all over the place. You know, I have, I have things pinned up all over my house and on my monitors and, you know, everywhere that I can accidentally bump into it to kind of be reminded, uh-huh. uh, that things are going my way and that, um, there's plenty of support if I choose to, you know, need it. And I think that's so important that we continue on this process where we're always looking for evidence that we are smart and that we've made good decisions in the past and that we should continue taking risks. And I think that, like, we can forget that all in a minute when we get frustrated or we get, you know, we hit a roadblock. Um, It's almost like you get amnesia.
0: You forget that you ever did anything good. Yeah, I know. Isn't that true? Luckily that, that passes,
1: <laughs> that but it's passes nice exactly. to
0: have something in place to kind of remind you. I hear you. Um, and, and there's, is there any other stories you have to share around, um, either with your business or with your home as far as manifesting?
1: You know, um, I think we just don't, we all don't dream big enough. A lot of people just, they just have such small things that they, you know, that don't really even inspire them. Uh, If I'm not afraid, if I'm not like almost terrified of what I'm doing, I feel like I'm doing nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, I I enjoy being uncomfortable because I know that that's the path to growth. When I spend a lot of money um, on a coaching program or if I'm going to be putting myself uh, into some event or some, you know, uh, thing that I don't necessarily know how to do or I haven't quite figured out the how, um, that's when I feel the best. That's when I feel like I know that, hey, even if it all falls apart and, uh, you know, isn't worth it, it doesn't matter. I did it. I put myself there and I said yes to myself and I moved forward. And every single time I've done that, I have had incredible results to show, even if they weren't the ones I was set, setting out to achieve. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a sidelined, um, you know, exp- thing that comes out of something that you had never would have expected, but you're like, that's
0: pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the big thing about personal development is it leads you down a path you never would have expected, All you, but all you need to do is focus on you and how you can grow. And did you, when you started, how long have you been doing real estate? Uh, it's probably my 12th year. Oh, wow. Okay. How did you get involved with that? You know, it was kind of an accident.
1: Um, it was a, a hot real estate market in Florida and I bought a rental property And next thing you know, I bought another rental property, was doing all these strategies that, you know, all these more seasoned investors were were sharing. I was young, naive, (laughs) just going for it. And um, then, uh, you know, after some time, I owned a pretty decent portfolio of rental properties, and the whole market crashed, and the whole economy crashed, and uh, everything fell apart. And I um, decided not to be a quitter, you know, decided to keep going. And at that point, people were like, how are you doing this? Didn't you just finish college like, you know, a couple of years ago? And so they, everybody was asking me how they could do it. And so eventually it just seemed fitting to get a license and start representing other people um, and then took people through the bottom of the economy, short sales and foreclosures and trying to be the light at the end of the tunnel for a lot of people losing everything.
0: Mm-hmm hmm That's so awesome. And I, I again, it's not something you expected. It just kind of manifested in front of you.
1: I think the best um, work that we can do in this world, like I don't even think we should put ourselves into labels or boxes of any one thing because nowadays everyone's so flexible in their service, in, in service to others. I almost think everything kind of reveals itself to you because you took a chance, you tried something. You know, almost every businesswoman I know when I ask them, how did you get into this business? It always starts with, well, I was trying to get myself out of this situation. <laughs> and, then, and then I had this to offer, you know, and then I realized, hey, that was pretty hard. Um, I could probably help other people do this faster. Right. And, and I almost think that is how it, all of our work in the world sort of comes to us because we go, it moves through us. And then we have that bandwidth and that experience to share with others. But our attitude and our mindset and our capability and willingness to see possibility that's our own special sauce right that's the right. special sauce you bring to any business or any job you take or anything you do that's uniquely yours
0: yes yes and you know people come to me all the time like i don't know what i want to do with my life i don't know what my my passion and purpose is and the thing is it's not something it just shows in front of you all of a sudden i really it, it for me it was my tragedy of my divorce that's how I fell into doing this work. It's like, I know I don't want this life anymore, but this other life started presenting. So I'm so glad you brought that up, Dil, because so many people need to hear that they don't have to have it figured out. They just have to get curious. Curiosity is my favorite word because you just say, okay, well, like you did with the houses, like, well, maybe I'll just buy this and we'll see what happens and get curious about trying to teach people it, Right. And I'll tell you what—you got to be terrified. You got to be like, "Oh my god!" Like
1: I could lose the shirt off my back. I don't have any idea what I'm doing. Like you have to be terrified because that's when you get scrappy, and that's when you get in—you know—innovative, and you start connecting more and asking more questions. But you're not going to do that from a comfortable place on the couch doing nothing.
0: Right. Right. And a lot of people fear change because it is uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable, but you got to learn how
1: to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Right. You know, that is the biggest thing you can teach yourself. Um now there's certain kinds of uncomfortable, you know, when you're completely miserable, you don't need to find comfort in that. You, you need to change that, you know. But but when you have that like excitement anxiety fear that's in your belly where you're like, "Oh, this could be good or it could be terrible. I don't know." Like oh. your gut tells you. You know, your intuition tells you you're onto something.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And again, I want to go back to your networking group, because one thing I've noticed, I've been since I've been an entrepreneur, I've been connecting with amazing people. And hearing your story and hearing their stories, it's all very similar on how we get started. And it's so nice to know I'm not alone. So that's another reason to have networking groups is not only for people to inspire you, but for people to be like, I know, sometimes it's really scary, but just keep going.
1: Yeah, you got to have a confessional once in a while with yourself. You know, you got to be able to talk talk to some people and say, hey, I'm not real good at taxes. I'm not real good at bookkeeping. Um, The client acquisition process is hard. Sales is hard. You know, you just you got to out yourself and be able to get support so someone can say, oh, have you checked out this uh, program or do you know about this book? Um, That's how you grow. You kind of have to continue outing yourself uh, no matter where the area of weakness is it's not taking you off the throne of being a badass. It's just op- an opportunity to kind of find um, an area that you need you need additional output because you you don't know what you don't know. Your head doesn't have all the information, <laughs> you know. It's so, and that's a big part of it. And I think that um, we often think we have to do it all by ourselves, and we have to watch every YouTube video ever so we know you know how to do everything. But that's that's not the fast way to do it.
0: Yeah. And are you the kind of person that feeds yourself positive information all the time and read books or what do you do that?
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm a quote addict. I just, you know, I I started early on when when Pinterest was born. Pinterest was born so that I would have quotes in my hand at all times. (laughs) Um, I I often say I'm in the line at the post office and I'm getting a little frustrated because they only have one desk open and there's a zillion people in line. And so every time I find myself in a negative emotion, I just pull up my Pinterest app and I type quotes about patience. Mm. And then I just sit there and read the quotes. Like it's just a, it's a quick sermon, you know, you just give yourself some positivity and then you go, oh gosh, okay. I feel patient now. I feel calm. I can just stay in this line and, you know, keep going.
0: Yeah. Cheryl Strayed, you know, Cheryl Strayed, she wrote the book Wild. Yeah. Yeah. I guess she has a new book. I don't know, but I heard her on super soul Sundays with Oprah, but she wrote a new book and it's all quotes of hers. And I really want it. Cause I do love quotes as well. And that was a big part of my first growth was reading quotes all the time. And I still do. I post them all the time. I'm, <laughs> That's my yeah, favorite quotes thing. are like
1: bite size. It's like yeah. little. It's like taking a little bite of a chocolate, right? It's just like, oh, I just feel a little better, you know. <laughs> you breathe. It, it gives you pause. You're like, okay, it's going to be okay. I
0: love. And that.
1: everything could be summed up. I mean, no matter what you're feeling, you know, if you're feeling rejected, you're feeling jealous, you're feeling lonely, but you can sum up anything and write quotes about this. Mm-hmm.
0: You, know? <laughs> you just,
1: yeah, you find the solution. But I want to go back to what you said because there's some an important point to make. You know. You said a lot of people come to you and they are trying to figure out what to do with their lives. I always say to those people, hey, don't worry about what you want to do. Worry about who you want to be around. Right. Because sometimes the greatest opportunities in your professional life will come from being around someone who truly inspires you. Maybe you didn't plan to get into that industry, but they kind of invited you in because they saw something special in you and could teach you some of them, you know, the skills and needed. Um, and that can fuel possibility when you just get a little traction under your belt. So when you get lost and you get completely lost and you I don't know what to do. I hate this job I'm in. I, I know I'm meant for more, but I don't know what. Mm-hmm. Um, just think about who in your life you would love to spend time with and be in the space of and try to find a, you know, find a, see if you can help them, see if you can go work with them.
0: That's great. Great advice. Thank you for that. I love that. Well, Dill, thank you so much for being on this interview. Is there, is there any way, if, do you have services or a way people can get in touch with you if they want to learn more about you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: if you're looking to buy or sell a house in real estate, I mean, in Portland, Oregon, uh, Dillwardgroup.com is the best way to reach our team there. If you're a woman in business and you want to do some networking online or um, in-person events, WomenWithMoxie.com.
0: Awesome. And I need to check out the women with moxie.com that's I haven't signed up yet. So that's on my list of things to do for sure. I can tell you got moxie girl. What's that? I can tell you got moxie. Oh, awesome. I love it. Thank you. And thank you, Dil, so much. And thank you everyone for listening in. And I hope Dil inspired you. I know she inspired me with her amazing advice and her life. And she's just living exactly. Um, it's, it's, in her true purpose, and I love that. So, thank you, Del. And if anyone here is interested in being a guest on my podcast, just go to my website at www.michelle-joy.com. That's m-i-c-h-e-l-e-j-o-y.com. And thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day, and happy manifesting!